I come back and have my breakfast and then, you know, I work a bit, I walk a bit, I work a bit, I walk a bit and I take time out to go and do stuff. Power to Live More with Joe Dodds. Welcome to the Power to Live More podcast, all about productivity, organisation, well-being, energy and resilience. I'm Jo Dodds and I started this show back in 2016 to enable interesting people to share their stories about how they use their power to live more and by that I mean how they focus on productivity, organisation, well-being, energy and resilience to enable them to do more of the stuff that they want to do and less of the stuff that they don't. After 241 shows I've taken a pause from doing new interviews to reshare previous interviews. They were too good to not revisit. So please do bear in mind that this podcast might refer to events from the past as current or in the future, but rest assured that the stories, tips and advice shared by my guests continues to be pure gold. Hello, my name is Ellie Dodds and I'm a co-presenter and today Joe's interviewing Dale Darley of Book Brand Business. Joe and Dale met via LinkedIn when Dale sent Joe a connection request and she realised Dale would make an interesting guest. Dale is a business coach and mentor who supports her clients to write a book, build their brand and create a business they love. This is based on a clarity of direction, creation, what they want to create, confidence to deliver content that sells to clients that they enjoy working with. Back to the studio. Today I'm interviewing Dale Darley of Book Brand Business. So um, welcome Dale, I quite like alliteration and you're doing a lot of it in there. (laughs) I know. I do it on purpose, actually. I'm just creating a new program and all the components begin with C. So I'm making my way through the alphabet. Mm. (laughs) Brilliant. Well, great to have you with me. Tell us a bit about who you are, what you do and crucially where you do it. Okay, so so the business is called a book brand business because what I do is I help people to find their voice. And to share that, typically, I'm going to say typically in a book, writing is a big, huge passion of mine. But I believe that for most people, not you know, not everybody wants, should write a book. But for most people, a book is such a fantastic vehicle for getting their message out, for raising their visibility, you know, creating brand. But you can build a business around your book. So, so for me, it's the it's the clarity piece. Writing the book is the clarity piece. But, you know, it doesn't have to be. So I, I adore what I do. I, I get to bring together all of the aspects of things that just really fill, fill my heart. And, and, and I think, you know, it's about creating possibilities. So, so, you know, I take people through that process of, of getting them to understand what it is they want to create in the world. And then how we create, how we design, create and deliver vehicles, use vehicles, you know, like a book is a vehicle, a course, maybe a program. So they get their what I call their inspirational message out into the world. So it's something that really fills my heart. And I love it because when you help somebody write a book, it becomes it's a collaborative process and we become very connected and I always make friends with my clients. I love it. It's just, it just is such a wonderful thing to do in the world. Um, mm. And I do this wonderful thing 
from a teeny well actually it's a three-story house and um my 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 office is in where the animals used to live so i live in a tiny little hamlet in spain in the hills in a, um, a village house in a cortico and it is just the most peaceful glorious place to live so um, i'm very lucky I, I didn't plan to come and live here i um i bought a rundown house many years ago and then something happened in my life and so i packed myself and my dogs into our motorhome and i drove here and i've been here ever since so you know i get to live in a beautiful place and i get to do something that i truly adore wow and do i detect a sort of west country twang in there somewhere is that where you started over here or am i well <laughs> you you're, you're well interestingly my dad was in the ref so I travelled a lot as a young person, but ended up in Wales. So you're not far, yeah. and it's kind of. It, it, I think Spain will soon be my adopted. I, I love Spain, um, but yeah, Wales is my one of my most favourite places to live. It's just mm -hmm. beautiful, and and lots of my friends are there, of course. It's a, you know, so yeah, not far. Yeah, not too not too far so so you're operating your business through the the mo modern wonders of technology <laughs> I, I, have, I, have of I have no choice <laughs> i have no choice i can remember years ago saying to somebody all oh, this telephone coaching will never catch on so there we are don't listen to me i'm definitely not a futurist no it's 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 so easy with technology i mean look what we're yeah. doing it's just so easy so easy. Yes. yes. Well, today I've spoken to two people in America, uh, one Ooh. person in Spain and uh, one person in London and one person who lives just up the road from me, but we did it through technology. So, uh, yes, as you say, it's uh, it's amazing. So tell us more about why you do what you do, how, how you got to do it, because, it, again, in common with somebody else I spoke to today, I don't imagine you grew up saying that you wanted to coach people remotely in how to create or a course or a workshop it's not a job that is in the careers guide is it <laughs> it's not it's funny when I was growing up I was I was a joke with people and lots of my friends think I wanted to be a rock star and actually I would have been but I can't sing uh, but I love the stage but I do remember as a small child um very proudly announcing to a, a big group of children that when I grew up I was going to be a stripper well I'm clearly not one of them either <laughs> So how did I get into this very, actually, you know, this this role? You know, I think that what happens with careers is that I, I kind of call it cosmic circles, roundabouts. You know, you kind of, you know, you 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 do, you know, so like a marketing job, or you might do a sales role, or you might be, you know, do training. So you you learn masses and masses of, of different skills, and it becomes like a patchwork quilt of stuff that you can do so back in I got expelled from school so I ended up doing a whole pile of horrid jobs until I joined the IT industry and then I had a, a stellar career in training um, sales and and marketing so I'd always kind of turned my hand to lots of things but I always wrote in my journal short stories um, and even when I was working in corporate, I wrote books. I wrote books on marketing and and, and stuff like that. So I'd always been um, in entrepreneurial and done all. So so really, all of those things together, there's elements of 
stuff that, that I love and things that I absolutely hate doing. So, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm hugely technical, but I don't want to build websites and stuff for people, but I can do it, you know. So how I got into this was um, I got expelled from school, did rubbish jobs, joined the IT industry, did fantastically well, um, got made redundant and did marketing consultancy, which I which I, I did enjoy. And then personal circumstances, I had to find a job. So I went back into corporate, back into back into marketing and then got made redundant again and, and then have stayed in um, self-employment ever since. And when you come out of a job, you tend to do what you did. So, you know, I was a marketing manager. I did marketing consultancy. And then what happened was, you know, I'd, I'd got um, a, a coaching, executive coaching qualification, did NLP. I did an MBA in my 30s because um, I, I worked in a, a very male dominated industry and I got tired of, you know, making sales and people going, oh, there, there, your secretary was terribly good. And I think <laughs> I'm not a secretary, nothing wrong with secretaries, but it was like, I did all the business consultancy. I worked out, you know, you know how, how we're going to make your business more efficient. Don't pat me on the head like I'm some sort of silly little girl. So I did an MBA because I had a chip on my shoulder with people treating me like, like a, a little girl. So... So I guess what I'm saying in a nutshell is, in a, in a long way, is I have, you know, I've got lots of qualifications. I, I, you know, I've done lots of variety of things. And then the book coaching, I was doing coaching and using writing, journaling, and the, the book journey process to help people get to the heart of, of what was going on and to help them to heal. So people came and wrote books that they never published, which was kind of strange, but I noticed there was a pattern in in trauma and healing and writing and the power of he healing and the power of story. And then one day that just changed. I ran a big project with another book coach. Um, we got, I think it was like 13 ladies to publish books in about three months. And and then that, that, that changed, I just, did book coaching from then then on in it was it was just like the combination of everything so it's not just about writing a book it's finding out what people want to create in the world it's about building a brand it's about you know there's marketing there's the launching there's the, the productization product development so i have been able to use so many things that I have done over the years you know I've been a product manager I've done you know personal branding strategy I've done so many things and now it's like they've all just come together in this beautiful package so I can help people to write the book build the brand build the business around the book and develop other products so I'm sorry I, I went on a bit but it, I, think, is... <laughs> you know, I think you get to a kind of age and you've done a lot of stuff yeah yeah it's always interesting I, I was um when people ask me a similar question have a similar sort of answer because there's, there's yeah. always lots of threads to as you say lead to to where you are so so good to, to hear that and, and tell yeah. us a, a bit about what a, a, a typical day would involve for you in working with your clients and i know you know no day's typical but um just sort of um okay let's know the sorts of things that you're that you're doing okay so let's say it's a one-to-one -one client and 
In fact, I'll 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 talk about a, a client that uh, that I that I currently have. So, what is wonderful about this client is we had the the sales call, and I I always get people to go and do things um, before they come back for the for the first coaching thing. And yeah. she came she came back. This is not typical. She came back with a rough outline and had written seven thousand two hundred and something words and said, Oh, I'm worried I haven't written enough. And I'm like, and you can imagine my jaw was open. This is a dream. So she actually is an amazing client because she does everything that we talk about. So she'll come on the phone. So we do a Zoom call, she'll come on and I'll have looked at what she's written. So I get a sense of her voice, a sense of her book. I'll have looked at the outline. I'll have, I see things in, in patterns and pictures. So I'll look at someone's outline or their writing and I can see where the gaps are. I can see if things are flowing or not flowing. I get to see that the language, their voice, I, I, I just, I just see it. I don't know mm. how I do it, but I just I just do. So that person would come on the phone. I would have looked at what they've written. And I always, always um, look at what they've done that is really good. And so many people don't think their writing is is great. And actually it is. So I'll, I'll, I'll have read the work. I'll have thought about how it flows, how it hangs together, what's missing. We'll talk about it. So I'll talk about things that they may like to go and have a look at, maybe, you know, read some bits, maybe out of someone's book or interview someone or do some research or whatever. So we have that conversation. Um, and that's always really interesting. Then we'll talk about the next chapter. So what I what I'd like to do is I like the client to tell me what the chapter is going to be about. So they they talk me through it. They get it out of their head and I can ask them questions. I can challenge them. I can suggest things. So that's all recorded. And then they get an action plan and, and they'll go off. So there's the, 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 that kind of call. Um, another another kind of call might be that I actually do a lot more writing. So someone will have written something and I actually need to get immersed in the, in their book. So I'll have sat and done a, some, you know, some writing, some editing. I may get a client that just has, you know, has written their first draft and I do some developmental editing for them. I might, if I'm, if I'm selling a program, I might end up with six million calls all in one day you know so you know it's it's back-to-back -back sales calls mm -hmm. um i might have i might have people who actually have written their book and then they're stuck on well what do i do next you know what do i do do i do i have a facebook group or page or you know what kind of marketing do i need to do so it's there's a huge variety i might be coaching someone to get clarity on where they want to go what they're supposed to be doing um and then I got loads of techie stuff to do you know like right at the moment I'm building a membership system for my group program um today I did um a little training course on how to blog your book for my inner circle what else have I done today apart from get the boiler fixed today so today wasn't a typical day um <laughs> I I'll do things like you know I get up fairly early so I, I journal walk my dogs um, I'll may, may, maybe start a blog. Um, 
I might do some memes. I might fill my my social media channels with with things that need to to happen. I might write some stuff on LinkedIn on, in different Facebook groups and pages. Yeah, you know, I do a yeah. lot. <laughs> Sounds. I do a lot. Really, yeah, really busy and varied. So, so you're living in a in a a little village with a countryside and and you know lots of opportunity to 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 you know take the dogs for a walk and and not do very much you've clearly got lots going on how do you sort of get that that balance i mean you've described off off air um you know how beautiful it is where where you're living and i'm thinking i don't know if i'd get any work done <laughs> how well, do you balance that <laughs> well i actually have to manage my energy very well i was I've, i was i had practically all of last year off because my spine fractured and i had some other complications so long before that joe i was a bit of a workaholic and what i learned by not being able to to um to walk to not being able to breathe properly to being immensely tired that you have to learn energy management so mm. as soon as the light comes up i go for my first walk and if you looked at my diary whatever's in there i diarize dog walks so I walk the dogs about four times a day. So I, I I take time out to refresh, to replenish, and they make me laugh. You know, they 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 they're sniffing, they're eating horrible goat poo, they're running up and down the hills. Oh, disgusting creatures! They're beautiful. I mean, I absolutely they are my life. So I I manage my day by taking lots of breaks. So if I have a day where it's back to back calls. They all end where it gives me at least 15 minutes where I can go and stretch. So I've got a hanging bar. I might go and hang on the bar. I might go up to my terrace and um, just walk around the terrace and just get some air and stretch my body. I take lots of breaks. And, you know, while it might be tempting just to sit on the terrace and eat ice cream and look at the hills, um, and sometimes I do, sometimes I do. I, I take I take breaks because it is vital to my to managing my energy and really my inner peace and contentment. I don't want to be that workaholic anymore. That doesn't that doesn't work. So I chunk my day. You know, I wake up, I journal. You know, I get my water, my supplements, you know, a cup of tea. I'm out at first light. I come back and have my breakfast, and then you know, I work a bit. I walk a bit. I work a bit. I walk a bit. And I take time out to go and do stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's interesting. I think I was talking to somebody earlier about um, time blocking and, you know, scheduling in the diary. And mm. I was saying to you before we started that I hate having things scheduled in my diary. So over the years, I've tried to put things in my calendar and it doesn't work for me. But the bit that does work mm. is, as you've just said, uh, you know, a bit of this, a bit of that. You know, yeah. do a few tasks, yeah. get immersed in something, stop and do something else. Um, and I do all of that not in the calendar. <laughs> it's all on my to-do list. <laughs> well, I've only just started putting dog walks in because what I find is, you know, if, if you're if you're on a sales drive, it just your, your calendar just gets absolutely full of you know mm -hmm. people wanting to talk to you, and you you know you have to give them your best. And you can't give them your best if you're thinking, oh, God, you know, I haven't had a break. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, interesting, though, as well. The other thing I do, Joe, is um, 
I do my calendar in my head, my time management. So although I've started putting the doggy walks in my calendar, what I tend to do is I'll look at the clock and I'll go, right, so I've got a call at 10 and I need to do this. Therefore, what I can do is I can do that call and then I'll go and walk the dog. And so I do I do that in my head. But when I know that there are people booking my calendar, I have to I have to block it out. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And so, colour code it. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> so so. You, you say about, you know, your diary in your head and obviously people booking in the calendar. I know we talked before we started that um, that you you journal. Um, do you use that for time or task management as well? Or is that more of a sort of reflective process? It's, it's actually everything. So I have a number of different journals. So the way that I plan, so I, I, I've started my next round of 90 day planning this morning. So you know, I have journals for that. So, you know, I scribble, I look at, you know, what is it that's coming up? Lots of colored pens and stuff like that. So that's one form of journaling. Another form of journaling is I have a journal by the side of my, my desk because I find it hard to use planners where you've only got like a titchy little place to put something. I've got big writing, big expansive writing. So what I do in, in my day-to-day -day journal is I write my goal. So if I've got a goal that I'm going to create a course and run a challenge, I put the goal at the top of the page and what the tasks are, not very many tasks. And so it's, you know, I can, I can, I can then map them off and mark them off. And then by the side of my bed, I have my journal for just getting stuff out of my head. But I've also got a journal up there for business ideas because you wake up and you go, oh, I've got this great idea. So, yeah, I just got I've got journals for all kinds of things. And I journal in many, many different ways. So I like I like the unstructured approach to doing things. I, I just I, you know, I like to mind map. I do make lists. But but my journals are different journals for different things. Mm. And when I when I was very, very ill last year, um, I was four days into lying on my back in this village house, loads and loads of stairs, couldn't breathe, could hardly walk, and laid looking at the ceiling and I thought, there is a beautiful journal downstairs that I was gifted. I this journal needs to this journal needs to be by the side of my bed because this journal is going to be my journey. So I, I got myself um, to the downstairs lounge, picked up this journal, got back to bed. And for the best part of a year, if I woke up in the middle of the night, I, I had, like I said, some other complications. If I woke up in the middle of the night and didn't want to be on the planet, because I'm so self-aware and I knew it's because, you know, my dopamine was low, my serotonin was low, you know, I had no energy for, for some other reasons. I had high prolactin. There was loads of stuff going on. Mm. So I just I would just reach over to this journal and write whatever was going on. And then I'd, I'd go to sleep, wake up in the morning and think, ha, ah, that was marvellous. I don't actually want to read the rubbish that I've written. And then the other thing that I did with this journal is because I have written a book about healing osteoporosis. I did all my research in it, all my ideas. And I, you know, I said to earlier, I see things in patterns and pictures because I, I refused to take drugs and I wanted to do natural healing. Um, I had I, I, and I have trained in, in naturopathic nutrition, although I don't do that. 
I used my journal to, to find my root cause. So it, it became like a, just a, a big dump of ideas. You know, if I if I research the endocrine system, looking at the things that were wrong with me, it was always pathways and and uh, people's research papers. And it was all just about get it out, get it out, get it out, look for clues, look for clues, look for clues. So mm -hmm. it's, you know, I, I, you know, I often burn my journals, but this one I'm, I'm, I'm going to keep because it's, it's just full of, full of stuff. And when I was writing the book, my memory said, blah, blah, blah. I went to the journal and it was like, oh no, it's not. That's oh. a lie. So, <laughs> so I wrote the book while I was ill. So I, I didn't know that I could heal myself. I mean, I knew, I knew my inner wisdom said I could, but I didn't know that I, you know, I couldn't tell you concretely. So I wrote my book while I was ill and I used the journal to help me do it. And then when I, you know, when I was coming back on the, on the book, checking facts, my journal had absolutely all the truth in it. Yes. Yeah. 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 Hmm. So journal, journaling is, is really, really powerful really powerful yeah. yeah what about um technology tools and apps and that sort of thing do do you use things <laughs> alongside I, the oh <laughs> see now you can ask me for three things and i can tell you a million things i'm a tech geek you know i i joined the it industry a long time ago i love technology so apps that are favorites um on my on my phone i've got an app called insight timer mm -hmm. and it's just a, a little meditation app but it you know it's got some lovely guided meditations and uh, one of my favorite is yoga nidra for sleep so you know sometimes i just go to bed and, and put that on so so insight timer is brilliant um things for business things like missing letter is, is great yeah. for scheduling a, a blog my crm system so, you know, everyone I talk to goes into my CRM system and, you know, I have, have all my tasks and things I'm supposed to do and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. um, I can't I can't use an online app for, for journaling. It, that doesn't work for me. I have to handwrite. But, mm. you know, I've got apps for, you know, I use Grum for Instagram. I got Social B. Well, I, I constantly buy things and then end up not using them so I've got my <laughs> yes I know but Canva oh Canva that's one of my favorites yes yeah yeah I use that too um, <laughs> yeah so yeah. so I guess I guess all the usual typical tools people use for you know doing their 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 social media but I think yes. you know outside of that Google Maps because trying to find my way around here is a bit of a nightmare yes um, yes I can imagine yeah, just, <laughs> You know, just 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 kind of like the the usual stuff but my I think my three favorite um CRM you know when I was in corporate I used to implement CRM and so even though there's just me in the business it's you know it's a really powerful powerful piece of kit yes yeah yeah I've used mm. um I use something called capsule CRM I've used it for quite a long time on and off but it's interesting how yeah. I stopped using it and then realized that there were loads of things I didn't have captured anywhere um, yeah. and started to use it again. And um, even things like um, when I do the podcast interviews, connecting up with people on all the social media was 
a real pain. But um, yeah. I then realized that if I add people into the CRM and add all their social media in, which is quite quick to do, it creates a little a little icon with a link to everybody's you know, Twitter account, yes. Facebook account, whatever. And I can just click on it and it takes me into wherever and I can just collect, connect up with people there. Whereas before I'd have to, you know, get the link and go into Facebook and, you know, whatever, whatever sort of thing. And so it's funny that the, the extra sort of functionality that you don't think about or realize until, yeah. you know, you just trip over it and then you think, oh, I could have been doing this all along. <laughs> well, exactly. And it's like emails, you know, you're having a back and forth interaction with a client and, you know, I've got several different email accounts, which I do keep fairly clean, but trying to find things is a nightmare. Mm -hmm. CRM, it's all in one place. And then, you know, you can link it to your accounting system. Mm -hmm. I, I, I guess I guess for me, I've still got big business mentality. I like and I like my apps to be integrated. And so when they're not, it drives me insane. Mm -hmm. I like, you know. I, when I was in corporate, it was like, if we're going to put a CRM in, it's got to link to the account system and it's got to link to the ERP. And, you know, people are supposed to use it. Ha yeah. ha. <laughs> yeah, oh, don't. But, you know, I came from a sales background and into marketing and I'd implement a CRM system. And, you know, I'd run all these campaigns and, and, I'd, I'd, and I'd, I'd, I'd go back to things and I'd go, how come no one's followed up or oh, we have we have and i and I, i'd look at the sales guys and i go you do know i can see you've opened the record and closed it in like one to two seconds so i know you're lying <laughs> and, uh, it's like i have that power over you. but i've still i've still got you know like big business mentality when it comes yes. to having applications to you know to to support you and I, you know, we buy all these little apps, but it would be so delightful. I know, I know you can buy systems that have got all the apps integrated, but they don't always do what you want. But it'd be just lovely to have everything working together. Yes, yes, no, I agree. Mm. <laughs> so In a perfect talk, world. Mm, <laughs> let's talk a bit more about well-being, because you obviously, um, you know, talked about being really ill last year and and um, and healing from that. So, and you've, you know thrown in some other things like the dog walking and, and so on how do you how do you make sure that you do keep yourself well knowing you know what it can be like when when you're not well um I'm actually fairly radical when it comes to my health and well-being so I've, I've always been I've, you know I used to do weight training and yoga and pilates and I, although I hate running I used to run swim or so I've always been very fit and and what I if you know if I look back what I notice about my life is I used to be a party girl and then eat well right which kind of cancels it out <laughs> uh, but what happened was um when I came to Spain um I needed to get some some health insurance so I did that and then I I, I went to the doctor and I paid for a well woman checkup so I'd, I'd gone through a, a fairly traumatic time coming here. So I, you know, I'd left my 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 world behind, came to this little house and I, I, I felt well. You know, I was walking my dogs. I was going to yoga, um, all, all sorts of stuff. And I went and had this well woman test checkup and they told me I had an overactive thyroid. And he said, 
um, are you sleeping? And I said, I sleep perfectly well, but I know with an overactive thyroid, people tend not to sleep. So I put that down to my good diet. And um, he said, I need you to see an endocrinologist. I said, no, I'll be back in six weeks and I'll have cured this. And he, this, this lovely Spanish doctor just looked and went, yeah, right, mad, you know, mad English woman. I went yeah. back six weeks later because I studied nutrition. I went back six weeks later and he took my blood test and he went, oh, it's perfect. And it's like, well, of course it's perfect. You know, what do you expect? <laughs> I told you. <laughs> I told you I was going to do I told you I was going to do it. Yeah. So. So that that actually made me focus very, very closely on my diet. You know, I I, I did change quite a lot of stuff, but I, you know, I am radical. I look and I go, do I love myself enough that I will be in good health? You know, so I, you know, I, I didn't drink very much alcohol, but I cut it practically down to virtually nothing. I got rid of my Earl Grey tea. I stopped eating nightshades, gluten. I, I, I just did a whole pile of stuff that looked like it was, it, it would help me. And then when my spine fractured last year, it was actually for freaky reasons. It wasn't really anything to do with my, well, actually I say it wasn't anything to do with my nutrition. I had I'd gone through a process of becoming, I've been vegetarian for years, went through a process of becoming a vegan. And I don't think I really had all the right nutrients in my diet. So I had mm. this, I had freaky reasons why I, why, why my spine fractured. But I sat down and I studied every system of the body, working out how everything worked and interacted, looking at my root cause, checking to say, if I ate that or took this, how would it affect my thyroid? How, so I, I became a bit of a bore and an encyclopedia. <laughs> because, well, you know, someone would say to me, oh, look, I've got a spot on my finger. And I go, ah, right, right. What we need to do is study the finger system of the body. I'm being silly now. But, you know, I, yes. I, I would catch myself say, well, of course, you know, in the endocrine system, blah, 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 blah. And this, this is the pre precursor to that. And this works. And, I, you know, I've really had to stop myself doing that and not re and, and stop. But for me, anytime anything is going on, I look to my nutrition i look to my energy so you know I've, I've studied reiki and crystal therapy and i use all of those tools to stay well so you know i wake up in the morning i drink water i take the first lot of supplements i have healthy breakfast i make myself eat during the you know i'm, I'm never hungry but you know I make myself eat green things on a regular basis. I, mean, I, I eat a variety, but I always check that what I'm having is 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 good nutrition. Um, it's just it's vital. It, yeah. I have to eat for my bones. I was I was so scared last year. I cannot tell you how scared I was. I laid in that bed and it was like this can't be happening because I eat really well. Mm, but mm. but it did happen you know and, it, and like I said it happened for freaky reasons and I was just so upset that I had worked so hard on my health so for me it's not you know I do go off the rails you know I recently um started eating some I can't eat black chocolate anymore because too much arginine in it and it makes me itch so I thought, well, I'll just eat horrid white, you know, milk chocolate. <laughs> but I, you know, I ended up having a craving for it. So I thought, why don't I just indulge the craving and then just stop eating it? So that's what I did. So, yeah, yeah. 
yeah you know you just have to kind of do these things but i honestly you know i if i eat something that doesn't agree with me the the reaction on my body is horrible so i don't do it i yes. just don't do it yeah no no so You've sort of touched already on when you said about, um, you know, immersing yourself in, in learning, uh, you know, mm. the finger example that you said, obviously, was exaggerating. <laughs> um, do, you know, tell us more about, about that, how you learn and, Im and improve and, and, and research these things, because I, I, I'm a bit like it as well. Whenever, you know, there's an issue, I, I go off to research a potential solution. <laughs> How do, you, I, how do you do that? Yes, I do too. I think I sometimes think I must be one of the most boring people in the world because it's like, right, books out, internet out. For 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 me, in terms, of, if I, if I you know if I talk about you know business and personal growth, I have coaches and mentors. So um, you know, I've done that for years. I I used to say I was uncoachable, and I think it's because I didn't want anyone to you know to to kind of break me open. But actually, I adore people, co you know, doing the, the coaching and mentoring. So, you know, and I, you know, I go on um, programs to learn things. I, you know, I buy courses and I'm, I, you know, I'm a very, very good student. I turn up, I do the work, I, you know, I get involved. So, um, so, yeah, so the coaching and mentoring thing that when it comes to books, I, I find myself apart from novels, very, very rarely reading a non-fiction book all the way through. So if I pick, if I take the osteoporosis, for example, if I'm researching a particular aspect, then I dip in and out of books depending on what it is I'm looking for. So with, with the osteoporosis, I mean, because I studied nu nutrition, I have mountains of books that are, are like the size of 10 bricks to read through so i i kind of go on a journey with with different books so they i guess they become like a reference library so i learn by there's something i need to find something i'm looking for a clue so i'll a bit like you do keyword research on a computer i'll dive into books looking for stuff and then i'll read it but I always keep my journal by my side. So I'll read things and my mind goes off in a million different directions. So I'll read, I'll journal, I'll mind map, and then that'll lead me to something else. So I'm a bit of a butterfly. I ha you know, I flick from, and which is why the Kindle is great because you can put a search term in and one minute you might be reading something by the medical medium. The next minute you might be reading something, one of the osteoporosis books, then you might be reading, for me, it was a book on shingles. So you can easily jump about and it's, so I, I don't know how, how I learn. All I know is, is I, I read, my mind makes connections. I then chase those connections down. I scribble, that gives me clues. Then I might talk to someone. Um, I quite like, when again, when I was ill, I talked to a fellow, naturopath and I would say to her right well I've looked at this I looked at that and I think this is what I need to do what do you think and we would talk it back and forward mm -hmm. so it's all so so yeah it's um I, I just dip in and out depending mm. on what I need so you know I don't I don't I don't think I've got like a favorite non-fiction book they're all 
useful, all of them. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and so what about those days where things when things don't go right? How how do you approach that? Uh, I mean, I'm expecting <laughs> a process. Well, <laughs> well, it kind of depends what it is. So I might get into a tizzy. So I might think so lots of expletives. Um I might cry. So, you know, I'll blame that on the moon or Mercury or, or something. So, you know, if I'm feeling a little tired, I'm, I might cry about something. I think, and actually I think crying's good because, you know, it, you, you're, you're releasing stuff. I, do, I always go for a walk with the dogs and because there's no one around, I wrap it to myself. So I have a little, little like this, but because I'm in, in mother nature, it diminishes the problem and I yeah. journal. So I think if something goes wrong, it depends on the, what goes wrong. But actually, I call myself the queen of reframe because I'll allow that in, initial emotion to do whatever it needs to do in whatever way. And then I go, OK, what do I need to learn from this? Mm -hmm. Curious. Let's go for a walk. The walk or the journaling will help to reveal it. And I always try to look at things from other people's perspective, always believing that people do the best that they can with the resources that they've got. Um, I try to separate people's behavior from who they are. So I do a lot of, I guess my brain does a lot of processing and I, I just let things go. I think if it if it's not massively important, I'll let it go. Um, yeah, yeah I, I, I I think it's important to allow the emotion to come up. I think what I've learned from being ill is if you don't express your emotion and you don't deal with it, it'll manifest in some other way. Mm. So, mm. so yeah, so let it come yeah. up, go for a walk, write about it, process it, just let it do whatever it needs to do, reframe and just get on with life. Let it go. Yeah. Oh, I, yeah. I burn things. I write things and burn things. Um so I think it's uh, it depends. It yes. depends. Yeah. 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 Like the reframe. My one of my friends always uh, sends me messages going, "I need a reframe." So you're the queen of reframe too. Yes. 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 Yeah. Well, but may, probably for other people, I'm not so good at it for myself. Maybe. <laughs> I, I I've learned it's it's a good way to um not let it really get to you i you know i'd i'd be i'd lie if i if i didn't say things do niggle me for for a while you know you can't just immediately get rid of things but i kind of just i think it's just important to you know is it really important nah let it go and yeah. you know when it comes to people that do things i've now learned to just it's like if that's how you're going to be with me and you're not very nice, well, I'm just going to cut you out of my life. Yeah. So, yeah. I, you know, I, I don't want to, you know, be a people pleaser. Um, I do, I do ha sometimes have problems, you know, with my boundaries. So I've got to work on that. I'm getting better. Um, mm -hmm. But yeah, it, we just, you know, we, we, how human with all that the frailties that come with it and you know this life is just one great big bloody lesson isn't it <laughs> mm, yeah yeah absolutely so what yeah. about those days where you end the day 
feeling that you've had the chance to live more and I just define living more as getting to do the things you want to do rather than the things that you feel you should do or you have to do what does that day look like for you um I live a really really simple life very happy in my own company love being with my dogs so a day if I take a Saturday I don't work on a Saturday it's a lovely potter around walk the dogs even more perhaps sit on the terrace and breed um it's a day of just reconnecting with my soul or I like to do like we have lots of um bars where you know there's lots of there's lots of retired people so they're all in bands so there's lots of that kind of stuff going on but I kind of like to do really little bit of special things so my mum lives two hours away and she's she'll be 81 this year and I like to create experiences for my mum so last year we went to an amphitheatre and we saw a band called Unrisen Queen the guy was just like Freddie Mercury so imagine you're under a starlit sky it's a balmy August night and there is the most amazing music music playing and then in another place called Cartagena I saw Texas and Human League last year and I'll make I'll make everyone jealous the tickets were like 25 euros but in an (laughs) amphitheater and it was just incredible so so a day for me is a day you know when I feel like it's it's well lived it might be a day where I've just fed my soul in some way ballet music a band or if it's a day when I've been with a client and just been a re- you know when you have those really lovely calls and you know it's it's funny it's fun it's inspiring and they've gone off to do something that feels that feels good so it's a mm-hmm. uh, you know it's it, I I I don't really have you know those urges to travel the world I like to travel in I like my peace and quiet and so a day where I've lived more is where I've I've got connected to that that inner peace maybe you know maybe talk to friends it's really simple really really simple stuff really simple stuff yeah yeah no it's lovely to hear so thank you so much for for joining me Dale it's uh it's gone very quickly and uh it has Full of lots of useful information um so i'm gonna have to go back and listen <laughs> as i do now i listen to the podcast now i didn't used to but i'm enjoying them very much as a listener rather than an interviewer <laughs> That's so, um, great. so um tell the listeners how they can um get in contact with you and find out more about you okay so the website is bookbrandbusiness.com you can find me on facebook um so I have a Facebook page which is called Dale Darley Book Brand Business and there's just my name and I'm on LinkedIn Dale Darley lovely excellent well thank you for joining me thank you it's been absolutely wonderful I could talk to you all night (laughs) (laughs) stop feeling stuck and overwhelmed join power to live more calm membership today and make an investment in your future the Power to Live More Calm membership is designed for coaches and consultants struggling with the pressures of running a home-based business. You get access to our supportive community, including weekly Zoom calls, accountability, learning materials teaching you online marketing, audience building, income generation, and all sorts of other things you need to run your home-based business with ease, 
along with materials like templates, checklists and planners to keep you motivated, organised and productive. To learn more about the Power to Live More Calm membership programme and apply, visit powertolivemore.com slash get calm. Use your power to live more.